0: what's going on welcome into the sharp angle podcast on today's show nhl monday let's do it this is the sharp angle every day on your favorite podcast player all right guys new week and uh special thanks to topnotchodds.com topnotchodds.com great online sportsbook uh, highly recommend adding them to your list of book if you don't already have a couple And if you already have one you like, great. If you already have two you like, that's great. But I recommend always having at least three sports books to shop around at and always get the lowest price. Online, topnotchodds.com. Get your money in easy. Get your money out easy. Lots of bets. Super Bowl coming up this weekend. So you want to get involved, no better place than topnotchodds.com. Put in promo code SHARPEDGE, too, when signing up. Uh, That's promo code SHARPEDGE. When you're signing up, that's going to get you up to 200% bonus over and over and over. Online, topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. All right, so on today's show, NHL Monday, going to do an uh, update. I mean, we just finished the All-Star break, which was fun. As always, I love the three-on-three. I mean, it's, it's, of all the All-Star games, probably the most entertaining. I know it's tough to watch any All-Star game nowadays, but either way, we are back Uh fresh slates coming up these next couple of nights, and I'm going to give you guys a couple teams in every division that I'm going to be looking to play on the next couple weeks. Now, this isn't blindly play on these teams. This isn't bet on them every single game the next month. What this means is... I'm favorable on these teams. This is bu- These are teams where the buy sign is currently blinking, right? Now, again, ab- approach each game individually, and do your handicaps, make sure the matchups work, things like that. But I like these teams the second half of the season, especially right at the turn after the All-Star break. Let's start in the Atlantic where it's the only two teams that I'm going to kind of be on, quote-unquote, that are... Um, leading their division right now because that's that's boring i mean i don't want to come on here and give the top two teams in every division that's obvious that's boring and i mean we're, we're not going to go there so i do have the top two teams in a one division that's the atlantic so we can start right there and kind of get that out of the way boston and tampa bay i believe are not only the best two teams right now in the atlantic best two teams in the eastern conference uh well excuse me best two teams in the atlantic boston i think is the best team in the east but these two teams have, I mean, you talk about getting defense figured out at the right possible time. They're both doing that. Now, let's start with Boston. Boston is one of the best post- all-star break teams in the NHL. After the break, they do well year after year. Now, now, now this is an average, right? So if you go back and look the last couple years, this is an average of about 10 seasons. Boston plays well after the break. They're getting healthy, by the way, too. And Tampa Bay, who we're going to talk about, is getting hot. So I think the pressure on Boston is going to make them play that much better. Look, they've only won five games their last 10, Boston has, before the break. I think that was great for them. What you'll notice, folks, is that the breaks are good for some teams and bad for others, right? I mean, we're not going to talk much about uh, the New Jersey Devils today because my buy sign is not necessarily right now blinking for them. The New Jersey Devils ended before the All-Star break pretty well. Now, they're still four, or five, and one their last 10, but New Jersey was playing very good hockey, at least different hockey than they were the first... of the season up to that point. So when you're plugging numbers in, you are getting drastically different results from what New Jersey should have been doing and what they were doing. Well, they were getting better and better, the the break was that that couldn't come at a worse time for New Jersey. I mean, they were playing hot, finally gelling, finally getting together. A bunch of young guys. You want that cohesiveness to continue, right? You want that hot streak to continue. So the break was not good for the Devils. The break was good for teams like Boston. Okay, they were able to get healthy and i think that they were able to kind of take that deep breath again 5 3 and 2 their last 10 only 5 wins their last 10 games i believe they had a bit of a wake up call during the uh, break they're still 7 points up in the atlantic so i do like boston to keep that lead and keep winning and like i said tampa bay they're getting their defense figured out at the exact right time last 10 like I said, they're getting hot. They're 7-2-1, and and they're playing very, very good hockey. Not only scoring goals, but good defense as well. Suddenly, they're looking just like last year's team. So in the Atlantic, my two my two teams that I'm looking to play on early in the second half of the season, Boston, Tampa Bay, uh, in the Atlantic uh, division. All right, moving on to the Metro division, staying in the Eastern Conference. Uh, my two teams are going to be in New York. Let's start off with the New York Islanders. Now I've been on the Islanders pretty much all season long. I mean, if you guys have been listening to the show, I, I I've liked them. I, I I like the way they play. I think they're deeper than most people give them credit for. But the thing is, they have not had a, a good January at all, and the public has started to fade New York. I mean, last year they were somewhat of a public team, and that has not been the case the last pr- pr- pretty much like two and a half months of the season. And I, I'll admit, like I said, they did hit that cold patch in January, but they'll get out of it. Barry Trots will find a way to to switch things up defensively and get them playing a little bit better, at least to their normal level of defense. They're getting healthy. Uh, and, and plus, I think I never thought I'd say this, but Thomas Grice, I believe, is kind of the X factor. They're starting Varlamov more nights. They look at Varlamov as the starter, but Grice is getting important games. And we're going to be looking at a different, interesting combination come the playoff race and p- potentially into the playoffs too. But uh, I like the Islanders. I think that everyone's fading them, and uh, we're going to go ahead and jump on them. Them, second half of the season, New York Islanders. Also, the Rangers. And here's the thing about the Rangers right now. They're second to last in their division. They've only got 50 points on the season. But guys, no one is backing New York right now. No one's betting on the Rangers. And they're 23 and 25. I mean, take away overtime losses and all that stuff. 23 wins, 25 losses on the season. They're, by the way, they're eighth in scoring in the NHL. They can score. I think it's like somewhere around 3.43 goals a game so they can score there's there's no debate about that right now but they're young. They're going to have some games where you're shaking your head, where you're watching New York and you're going, what the hell are they doing? But still, they're faded way too often. They're very, very cheap in the marketplace. Much more cheap than they should be. New York Rangers, my second team in the Metro, I'm going to be uh, at least playing on more than usual the second half of the season. All right, On to the Western Conference. Let's start in the Central. I'm going to go Winnipeg. Now, this is a risky one because Winnipeg has not impressed anybody the first half of the season. If you look at how they've been playing, it is pathetic right now. Look at their total stats. They, If, if you look at uh, goals for, goals against, I mean, I know it's very basic, but it's actually a pretty good indication of how teams should be. I mean, go, go look back the last five, 10 seasons at goal differential, and it's often an indicator of final standings and so right now if you look at goals goals for goals against winnipeg is pretty much right on par with the chicago blackhawks Chicago's scored three more goals in winnipeg okay they're both offensive you kind of expect that 155 152 that's fine but Chicago's only allowed one more goal than Winnipeg. That's ridiculous. I mean, the the fact that Winnipeg has a worse goal differential at this point in the season than the Chicago Blackhawks is absolutely cause for concern. But that's why we're jumping on them. I believe they have the players, the offense, and actually the goalies to make a run here in a tough Central, tough West. Give me uh, Winnipeg in the second half. I really think they're going to start winning some games and Again, it's tough with that defense to play on them, but I do believe the buy sign should be blinking. And second in the, in the Central, it's got to be Dallas. Jim Montgomery leaving, Rick uh, Bonus coming in. I was really had question marks and reservations about their, their defense. Were they going to keep that elite defense? I knew they were going to change the offense and, and open things up and stretch the ice, but the defense hasn't gone anywhere, and they look great. Most home wins in the West, except for St. Louis and Vancouver, Dallas I think keeps rolling the second half of the season. And last division here, the Pacific. Uh, Arizona, they're getting healthy and they need to stay healthy. But above all, I mean, the, the main guy who needs to come back is Darcy Kemper, their starting goalie. They are bleeding without him and they need, need, need him. If he's going to be out for much longer, I mean, their playoff chances may be starting to dwindle. This is everything for Arizona getting their starting goalie, Darcy Kemper, back. He could be the best goalie in hockey when he's fully healthy. Arizona has dropped five of their last six games and in those six games they've been outscored 24-13. You talk about teams who really really needed to break, Arizona in that category. When everyone else, the market and the public zig, we zag. We're going to we're going to start buying on Arizona when everyone seems to be fading them. And last but not least, Vancouver. Now, I've been saying it for a long time. Matter of fact, about a month and a half ago, we gave Vancouver out on this show to win the division at 12 to 1. They're currently leading the division by three points. This is the best young core in the NHL. They're seven and three in their last 10, best record by the way the last 10 in the entire west tied with dallas seven and three i think they're just by the way hitting their stride so you look for a young team getting good at the right time there the coaches are finally understanding how they're playing two very good goaltenders vancouver's a dangerous team that nobody was talking about for a while so i do think that we should be looking to buy on vancouver the second half of the season all right that does it for nhl mondays thanks so much for listening we will talk to you tomorrow on the sharp angle